Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We got one. Gentlemen, and welcome back to the Mandalorian review. We are, this has been over what two years, year and a half, whatever it may be. We are back. We reviewed season one a long time ago. Season two, we did a commentary track for season one. One day I'd love to. We don't have the time, but one day I'd love to do commentary tracks again because we some great stuff came out of those ones. But I am your favorite podcaster, Trasnail, and I'm joined by. I am the High Magistrate Kirkland Batzer. I'm the Mando Taylorfield. Kirkland, was that your trigger finger on that intro there? My trigger finger. That was me. That was yeah, you, that Travis. Was I'm Travis surprised you did that. Wow. Yeah, I almost no. was gonna pull out the the two man、uh, one that we do, Taylor. Oh, what, yeah. what, 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 what are you, you gonna, gonna do? do? <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have, but you know, it's because that's the actual Mandalorian one, right? Yeah.、Mm-hmm. It yeah, fits though. He's a fake Mando, that guy, the dancer.、No. I knew it was gonna happen, and then Taylor saw that clip, and he's just holy shit! I'm gonna come. <laughs> I forgot we had it, and now I'm abusing it and stuff like that. But 
Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back reviewing. We'll be reviewing every single, I imagine it's like every year, eight episodes, I think, stuff like that. So uh, we'll be reviewing all these episodes. Probably, very likely, not happening the midnight reviews. You know, you got uh, Kirkland, he's got a new job. And plus, if these episodes are going to put me to sleep like this, it's probably for the best. Uh, there's a preview of my thoughts. But uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. But as always, whether it's the Wednesday or Thursday, there'll be something in there. We're going to review all of these and stuff like that. Go back. We go have reviewed everything star wars that exists the only commentary track that we've never done which we still have to we should do soon is rise of skywalker we did all the movie commentary tracks of that oh, one we gotta do that. so we probably that. should do that on or something yeah so it's been a while today phil where can they find everything we do because we got a creed review happening later on this weekend we got another last of us uh we got this going on next week's gonna be huge we we're just talking about this forecast with scream and 65 just a bunch of stuff's coming out Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us with your internet connection in the search bar. Geekverse.ca is our home base. Geekverse Cast is our Twitter. And Geekverse is our Facebook. Yes, everything you need to know is down below. <laughs> the links, the audio. What's wrong? What happened? Did Travis <laughs> give you like a talking to or something? Like you got to yeah. slow down those. Pull me all those facts. <laughs> yeah. No, now, no, it's funny now you slow because construction now I, guys. <laughs> I, I, I they're not going to get that at all. <laughs> Um, uh, no, I just prepared a link beforehand. I just gave up trying to get it during on air and stuff like that. So it's fine. We, we found a middle ground. But yeah, everything you need to know is down below. We just dropped the X-Men Retro Season 2 Part 2. So you go check out that and all three other episodes. You can check out now on the main feeds as John Wick chapter one i guess but john wick the first one is on the main feeds if you want the second and third one right now go to patreon get that get the evil dead retro and then yes soon right now we got some really good choices for patrons when you're if you're listening to this if you're tier five or phase two and up go over next week we're going to be doing oscar retrospective the rules have to be that we've not reviewed the film and it has to be a best picture nominee right now we've got parasite birdman shape of water sideways and district nine so if you're phase two and up or if you want to join because also you get ad free exclusive early episodes stuff like that you can throw in your submission and then the phase four producers which are aaron brain april of darkness and josh Wright. look how smooth that was we'll be voting on these because they get to produce the show produce the content but either way so far a big thing to patrons because i love all those choices all those things we'd have interesting conversations about you know uh so go over there uh go quickly because there's only less than a week there's like six days to our golden geeks winners will be revealed and stuff like that a couple of these i guess i gotta hit you guys up this weekend to give me your votes too but like last time i checked the best film vote was literally 50 50 i think it's the closest Ooh. race we've ever had it is a spicy year for some category so you want to check in that there's one more i gotta uh, post most anticipated uh so go over there vote and then we will be voting and then we'll reveal the percentages the winners everything like that coming up next tuesday for the oscars and uh yeah lots of good stuff let's jump into this so uh, I, I want to start with Kirk and Patzer because I got no idea how he feels. Mm -hmm. I feel like his Taylor's tweet about it, I've tweeted about. It. So if you follow us on those social medias, which are down below, you may have an idea of what we're feeling. But Kirkland, um, uh, I did see one retweet today. So I don't know if that's uh, about <laughs> the show as a whole or just the news, which we will talk about some uh, two-year time jumps and stuff like that. But either way, what did you feel about episode one of season three of The Man? Yes, I wasn't sharing my thoughts. I'm not as sneaky as I, I thought I was. I, I, I feel like though that's that's probably like the biggest thing i've i've seen and also thought for myself is the uh the un what's the best word? the the lack of clarity i guess for like the mm. the time frame of of certain events right now because i i feel like palm up well just in case no one's heard what happened was favreau did an interview where he made it sound like there was 
uh, Grogu and Luke were together for about two years, and then he walked it back on the red card and said, oh, no, no, it's about the length of uh, from Mandalorian to Boba. So everyone still goes, well, that's still a year. So that he was still almost insinuating that Yo- uh, Yogo, <laughs> Grogu, <laughs> and Luke were together for a year. So he, uh, they're trying to clarify, but even then, people brought, like, so Mando didn't have a ship for a whole year. He just yeah. was, like, walking the earth. So yeah, like there's a lot of confusing things about that. I I feel like when I when I focus on certain events of just I don't know events that have happened in previous seasons or even just stuff that's going on right now, and like you know we were hinting in our names with like grief grief karga grief karga and like just how like Navarro is just popping off now. Like I I remember even seeing that in trailers, and it's just like that's such a fast time frame. And even watching this episode, like I feel like they still really don't talk about like how much time it's been or anything so like it's just a confusing thing to wrap your hand around or wrap your head around i i feel you wrap your hands around it too (laughs) yeah um so like yeah i i feel like that is the biggest struggle right now uh with this show in general is just piecing events together uh we'll go more into that and you know spoiler spoiler section but for right now I, I must say though like as an overall episode and just adventuring with mando i thought this was a fun episode um i think there's a there's a lot of fun stuff in here i was actually laughing quite a bit in in this episode i feel like i don't know i just haven't seen mando in a while and i, I forgot how good some of the humor can be whether it's with grogu or just other i don't know alien creatures around or side characters mm-hmm. so uh i i definitely was I, I guess the flame for my love from of Mando was definitely rekindled in this episode, but in the back of my mind, there was this thing of like just connecting it and like judging it as an overall series. I uh, I definitely you know th- I think those cracks are are showing for sure, and that's just mm. you know that's not even my own thoughts. I feel like that's just what I've been seeing a lot from uh, other people on Twitter or even in our Discord, the chats today. So mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like I feel like that's my overall thoughts. Uh, there was, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll save it for spoilers, but yeah, I'll leave it there. As Bob's the man in the chair saying, Grief Cargo updating his plan leads to Clash of Clans. <laughs> he, bought, he, he did the microtransactions Pay to win. too. Yeah, he got like yeah, the yeah, bonus yeah. tokens. He got some big bounty from capturing Moff Gideon to help, <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, that's when the most surprising thing is the reaction, because I feel like, so uh, if you don't know, my history is I liked Mando Season 1 quite a bit, but I always thought people really overrated it. It was like a fun adventure show, but I feel like at times... I still feel like even with this episode, uh, Din Djarin is just sometimes just such a big idiot. And not in like the level way, just in like, oh, what are we doing here? Why are we doing this? But that's okay. That's Din Djarin. That's uh, too many shots to the head, I guess. So you got that going on. Loved season two, though. I thought that was a big step up uh, with the characters, the continuity, the story, the motivations, everything. And I thought they were really bold. And then if you don't know, if you do, I'm sorry, I'm repeating, I thought Boba Fett just completely shot all that in the head and took all their boldness away so i i feel like most of the time with that thing i feel like people are like kind of man the grogu thing but like oh i don't know how i feel i feel like that's definitely taking a corner where i feel like some people are like oh i don't really don't like that now and i feel like even with season one there was times where i'd be disappointed it's like oh yeah it's fine like people kept calling it was the best star wars like, I, I can't get on that bandwagon and i was so surprised they with our like you said twitter but more our discords are the people you know that are in our community and we care about that we're a lot, and I, I'm in the same camp. I don't think this is a bad episode. I'm like, oh man, they're in trouble. It just was such a lackluster. Man, I'm gonna forget 
forget about it tomorrow type of episode. And that to me shouldn't be the premiere. I'm not saying you got to go balls to the wall. I'm not saying you got to have like finale. Like obviously you can't even do what you did with season two where you have Luke and stuff. No, but there's just something that felt missing. And I don't know. It's one of these things that people said like it's really only 30 minutes. It just kind of feels like half an episode almost. You know, that's sometimes the problem. I forgot about this in season one. We had those issues of like, oh, if the runtime could be like a little bit longer. Even with the MCU show, sometimes we call that like, oh, like the episode count, stuff like that. And that's where it feels here where it just feels like a, a little bit of a, a an appetizer so we'll see because season two the the premiere i liked it but i thought the same thing oh we're gonna get in a very kind of it's good to all right adventures and that's mandalorian right so we'll see about that i'm just in a weird place with yeah clearly i thought the this episode was kind of not disappointing like i said just kind of meh just kind of there so I have the problems with that the time jump thing. I know that's been the debate. It's not that doesn't really affect my thing of the show because I just like I don't like it either way. I don't like it if Grogu was with Luke for two weeks and he took him back because I'm like, oh, that's too quick. And then if he's with him for a year, I'm like, that's a long time. Like that that does not feel like you've orchestrated that at all. So I feel like that's just a mess. And I feel like now definitely after Boba Fett and the premiere of the show already, they just shouldn't have ever done the Luke thing in my opinion. I feel like now it just it doesn't sit well. It doesn't age well. And that's my thing is maybe I'll, you guys can tell me in spoilers, but no one has. And I feel like people are asking this question other than to sell some toys and being cute. Why is Grogu back? Why is he here? Like, there's no reason. He's literally what I feared where he's just the, the plot in the show is going forward and Grogu's just around doing cute stuff. Like, uh, has no consequence whatsoever. I know someone might be like, oh, he might force choke someone later. Yeah, sure. But I mean, like, for an actual story thing, he's just kind of around. Uh, the other thing is, too, I just feel like it, it's tough as we're just coming off of Andor. And I feel like that's such like a like just leaps and bounds quality Star Wars better than this. And I feel like this is like a fun, like Saturday morning adventure cartoon sort of deal. So yeah. And honestly, it was just kind of a goofy episode too. Some of the goons, we have one thing in particular with Din and I'll say a certain droid and uh, doing something with it. And I thought the whole thing was really goofy and I didn't understand why we're doing this. And my final point, that's what I was going to say. People have seen it from the trailer. So it's not a spoil spoiler. The main crux of the season being, I got to go redeem myself in the baths of Mandalore. I just have no interest. I have interest once we get to the planet and all, but the, the, this vibe of I got to redeem myself to these weird clan people, I, I'm not really digging it. And this episode sure didn't sell me either. So it just kind of sucks of like, I, I'm in this weird place. I didn't like where we left off. I don't like the story. I don't like what they're doing with Grogu. So there's not much I liked here, but I wouldn't call it bad. So that's where I am, unfortunately. But I'm hoping the rest of the season can get a little bit better. But if this is the main story, I don't know how locked in I'm going to be to this show because it's just kind of a, I don't know. This should this. I'm hoping this story that we're doing is maybe like a two to three episode arc. But my fear, my fear is what I think is going to happen. It's going to be the whole season and. Yeah, so we'll see. I just also feel like it's taking back some character development in Jar, and so maybe they'll prove me wrong. But uh, I don't know. Coming off Boba Fett, I'm not the most confident. So Taylor Field, who I'm sure is on the other spectrum of this. I love the episode. I felt like they sprinkled in some things subtly, laid it on on us. Uh, that can't and, you can't subtly lay something on that? Oh yeah, those subtly no, that's on, yeah. no, you can't. That's Someone like two could be napping on together. the on the couch. You just like subtly place uh exactly okay a blanket, a blanket sure but we're talking about words <laughs> exact here. same no, exact not. same application yeah <laughs> so i i yeah i just i love this episode i really really do um i was the fact that we got this and bad batch last night it was just all around high star what? wars night this and bad batch because they both What's came at the same batch? time <laughs> 
Bad Batch? Yeah, it was Bad with Batch. Me, like the solo thing? Oh, I just see no one talking about it, so that's why I had to ask what Bad Batch was, you know? This fucker. This guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just overall, all in all, like a really good Star Wars night. So with, with this, like, I felt like, okay, it served as a great episode to kind of like connect people that maybe were not familiar with the whole mumbo jumbo with Boba Fett. I feel like, okay, it does a great job of just kind of like crash notes catching you up to speed and you're gonna wonder like what the heck's going on and i think they do address like a couple of those things at least in the recap which is kind of good but uh if they show I, the same scene pretty much of like you must go redeem yourself then cut two minutes there you yeah, must go redeem. That... why why do we get this exact same scene it felt <laughs> like it felt like you lost your save and you had to start over it was the whole weird the whole thing you were speaking to about the redeeming yourself in the waters of Mandalore again that's not spoilers that was in the trailer that was mentioned before i think that it's it's only going to be like the beginning i think it's literally going to be like a two three episode arc okay. and i say that based on how far we progress in the story in this episode and which we're going to talk about so i do feel how like it's far gonna be, i feel like they covered a lot of how? ground in this Oh my god, we were watching two different shows. No, I honestly, with with how Din was in a shot for a little bit, diddling a droid. That's what we did for a half an hour. My god, and again, withholding it from spoilers, but like there were so many locations that they were tapping through and through and through. And I feel like that's that, like there were things in here that I thought this wouldn't be, this wouldn't be to like episode three or episode four, but no, it was all episode one. Are you kidding me? Holy God, what are you showing me? Come on. Okay, get in the spoilers. Get in the spoilers because I need to ask you a question. (laughs) I feel like Taylor got fucking like the press access to episodes two to five as well. He's like, we got so far. Get in the spoilers. Let's do it. Get in the spoilers. (laughs) Do it. I'll beat you up back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to get in spoilers. So if you haven't seen the episode, Tune out, come back later, or if you don't care, we're here right now. So we're going to take our first ad break, and we'll be right back. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free and Anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. We're back. So go ahead, Taylor. So you were expecting to get, uh, like, the Mandalorian doing their cult and then Bo-Katan as well in this episode and everything like that? And him like piece together. Bo-Katan's his crew. in it for like forty-five seconds. Going, yeah. That was more. Than, yeah, that was more than uh, enough. Lying. You're that lying. was more than enough, though. <laughs> you, you can't leave the Mandalorians. You're lying. You're the hero. <laughs> I just didn't yeah. expect to see yeah, her though. See, you're lying. Yeah, I'm cheating. You're the hero. I, like it's a nothing scene. It's exactly what. It's just so weird of just like if people brought this up too, like the plot happens and then what happens is Mandalorian has to turn to Grogu like, you see, we have to go here because this is our journey and this is what we do, okay? You see IG-88, he doesn't have his memory anymore and this is what we have to do. Like the idea of like he's the leader now, they talked about this in the finale and he has to come here like a fucking idiot being like, can you lead them? And she's like, no, you have the sword. He's like, oh, do you still have the sword? Yeah, I do. Well, you're the leader. Okay. And then he leaves. That's the scene. It's Bo, Bo just... Mm, fuck you, Mando. Like, it's just like, there's nothing. It's just so, it's just cliff notes. It's one scene. Like, and even the armor, when you talk about the call and stuff like that, we got that. That was literally in Boba Fett. I'm like, you're no longer a Mandalorian. And it was better in Boba Fett because he fought that big guy, Vaz, or what was it? Paz, Vaz, what was it? Who's Bavro play? Yeah. Like, they, we've done this already. And they're just like, and some of the stuff we did in the last season, not even Boba Fett. So it's just like, what are we doing here? What a waste of well, a freaking episode. I mean, not everybody's seen Boba, right? So I feel like yeah, they, they got to clarify some things. But the Dark Saber stuff with Bo, we know. We know she was pissed. We know he got the Saber and she was like, you have the Saber. Like, it was this big deal. So it's like, I get it. They're laying it. But I don't, in, I'm not saying it's completely bad just in the context you're saying of like, oh, we progressed so far. I don't think so. It's everything we knew of last season other than for some reason. But it's a fun get IG-88 back when for I, some random reason. When I say progress. Like, How do we fill friend. eight episodes? My friend my friend, my friend. my friend. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this episode, he looked at a droid looked like he was going to cold cock the motherfucker. And I was like, he's my friend? <laughs> he, what is Din Djarin doing? How many Bata tanks has this man had? It's when he said that i think that's when i started to fall asleep because i'm like fuck this this guy hates droids and like he he, like he knew ig88 for like a couple hours like he's my friend what the fuck is going on we think a couple hours could have been two years according (laughs) yeah you're right (laughs) they were in that cave in season one for two years (laughs) fuck um when i say progress though i mean in the sense just again location 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 i was not expecting them him to go and see bo katan in this mandalorian palace at the end of the episode i thought he would just stick it out in one location for a majority of the time that's usually what he does too in past episodes it's usually an episode in one planet at a time but here they they quickly like hopped skipped and jumped to these different places and i think like you said kirkland maybe more for a ga sense like hey it's been like two years since the last season and even not everyone's watched boba fett let's just kind of really give this episode a recap to get the ga brought up to speed and remind them what mando's doing right now I think for me in that particular scene, I just like it's just not going to be memorable to me about like them arriving to this Mandalorian castle. Like that's such a badass thing to have on paper, and I like I couldn't wait to see it. And then we go in there, and it was like a cool throne, but like that was really it. And yeah, like that yeah. that conversation, I I feel like again, it's just <laughs> like she's just salty 
okay, I remember that from last season. And, like, there isn't really much progression there other than just her being a guide and, like, a quest marker for our, our hero. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think for me personally, She's it was just, like... She's completely a side objective quest marker, right? <laughs> just, like, go do this now, Mando. Yeah. I, 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 like, I got pumped, like, when I knew where we were going. And then, like, he arrives, he explains what the planet is. Like, you're about to see a Mandalorian castle. And it's like, holy shit, this is awesome. Like, I'm totally down. And then we get there, and it's just, like... Oh, flat soda, flat warm soda. Okay, let's go back to our ship, back to the next location. So and like everyone, was she implying everyone left because he has the dark saber now? They're all mercenaries. Well, where they, they go? Were, like they, they were following for her. They because they were following her because she was making the promise like, "Hey, I'm gonna get the dark saber. I'm gonna lead you all to take Mandalore." But she didn't get it, so she didn't deliver. So they're like, <laughs> but then oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna leave and go make our own way in the galaxy now because this cause is not panning out." We're gonna go make our own way, but leave you. Like, why? Like, it's like, why wouldn't why wouldn't they go with Mando then? Like, it's just like all this stuff just happens. Well, he didn't want to lead because the they time, don't have a budget. Right? I guess it's been two years. Fuck, I don't know what would happen. But we didn't see that. We didn't see that leading. He got the dark saber, and then we jumped to him, give him Grogu. But in season two, that's just it. like he had it, but he didn't want it. He didn't want to lead. He just wanted to go. But back he had to it. Cult. He had it. He forgot he had it because Boda, you had the sword. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I got the sword. Yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, like he has a mask on and you still just do like squinty <laughs> eyes that's how i think of him just like he's like thinking really hard like i just feel like you place him in that scene with ashton kutcher and uh sean what's his name like the oh who's american pie guy stifler uh, sean william oh, scott yeah when it's it. like what's my tattoo say dark saber what's your tattoo say grogu no what does mine say? like that's Din jarring sometime you know and that's where it's just like I feel like like you're it's just you are insinuating that when you're like, oh, he didn't want to lead. That to me would have been more interesting of these other mandos like courting him being like, hey, you got the saber. He's like, no, I don't want to do this. But it's just like, so all this thing, like he's talked to the other Mandalorians. We've missed them leaving Bo Katan. And it's really just because we don't have the budget to pay a bunch of these actors, even though the opening scene has like a bunch of fucking like dozens of Mandalorians. So I'm like, I feel like they're using them in the wrong. Like, that's my problem with the show sometimes. Like, well, let's use this for the fucking big dragon fight. Yeah. And they're playing their little action figures. But then when it comes to the story stuff, they're like, ah, we'll just have Bo say a couple lines, but they all left me and now you're the leader and oh i don't want to be the leader okay like when did it happen like why would they why would they leave why would they leave Bo? where would they go well, why they wouldn't she it. go with them what they said it. She, they left because they wanted to go make their own way because the yeah. cause was done there's mercenaries across the but, galaxy but what like why they, they were just following her because the dark saber why wouldn't they go to mando you know because he didn't want them <laughs> okay where's said. that scene where's that scene in the end of the finale of season two, he's like, I don't want this. He said the sword. I want to see the Mandos actually approach him and stuff like that. Like, it's just, they just off write them like they're just gone. They're just gone. That's it. Like, Maybe there's that's no. That's what happened this season. Just like an individual Mandalorian <laughs> will approach him. Just like, hey, <laughs> just can I sign one. Up? He's they like, all no. Of them it's, always, the it's always the same actor. They just keep swapping out the costumes. That's what they save on budget. Yeah, no, I, I just I just think they're giving us cliff notes and it's we I could accept that when we we're in Boba Fett, but now we're Mandalorian and just like, okay, I guess they all left. Yeah. I guess a lot changes in a year, I guess. I don't know. Or two I, years now are we supposed to insinuate? How I, long have Grogu and Mando been back together? Because if Favreau says we're supposed to take the time like real time, that means he got Luke him from Luke and now it's been a year since then? You have to count up all the runtime hours for the, all all the, all the seasons and then just add that so up. That, That's how long the show's been. What does that mean? Bo-Katan's been sitting in this chair for a fucking year, just like waiting? <laughs> I've been waiting for you. Yeah. To tell you to fuck off. Fuck. Fuck you, Then that's why he went back to the armor. It's a year later. He's like, I forgot what I was doing. And he goes back to like, you have to redeem yourself. He's like, 
Oh yeah, I do have to redeem myself. This is funny now. It's just like, uh, yeah, uh, dude, where's my car situation? But Din Jarn, Ma- Mando, where's my saber? That's what this is gonna be called. Give I want that poster. Like tattoos. Yeah. What does mine say? <laughs> yeah, just oh yeah, I do gotta redeem myself. We did talk about this. I think that whole point though that you're making up, or not making up, that you're pointing out there, Travis, was that like the combining of the seasons and like just trying to make this like long, like a I don't know, succinct story. With I think Boba. That, I think <laughs> I think that is one of the weaker parts of the show for me, uh, for sure. Because like you even brought up the Luke thing in the spoiler free section, and like that was in my notes as well. Like like watching this episode, I'm just thinking back to when Luke had that super epic moment of coming in, popping off, takes Grogu, and it's like this is a really big moment. And where are we now? Like Grogu's back, and if you didn't even see, um, Boba, what was it? Boba, yeah, exactly. Like. Like you would just you would have no idea why he's there, <laughs> and he's just he's just back, and it's I don't know it's it's it, it is just super weak when you think of it that way. But like that's where I was saying earlier though is like looking at the individual episodes and what's in it, like the the adventure of him like just I don't know arriving to talk to these certain people or just popping off with grief like he always does, and that that funny humor like with Grogu like I'm I'm glad Grogu's there for those moments because I really like those little moments but like thinking about like why he's there it's like oh like that brings down the overall show for me so I feel like it, it is it is a tough situation like judging the overall show that way because I am enjoying like what's on screen and what's what's happening but I, like maybe it'll go a, a direction that it all cleans it up but I feel like that's such a hard task uh for what's already been done I don't think they clean it. Like the Grogu thing, I think that was their choice, and they they can't clean up now. They're just rocking with it and trying to sell these toys and stuff like that. And uh, Superman Mike says, "Damn, I'm on fire tonight." That's just because season two is so good, and I know they can be better. And whether it was a Disney choice or them, I'm just kind of mad about. But Derby says the premiere was as mid as Kenobi was. I'll disagree because I loved the Kenobi premiere, so I I thought that was a fantastic episode. Coming 2024, Mandalorian: The Missing Years. I don't. I hope not. I just a I movie with like all these like time skips or whatever, but like different flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And see, Derby, this is where um, compared to past seasons, the tone's completely different shift. I don't agree there. I think the tone is exactly the same. I think people are just a little more. They got their guard up because of the Boba Fett stuff and the Grogu things. I think that is happening because I feel like this, like like I said, didn't go back to season one. He's always been kind of a goofy character, and I've just never really liked that. Like, let's like we already talked about a bit, and Espop said that he he was fine. That, but like I did not buy it all. The IG88 was my friend thing that felt completely random. He saved his life once, but it's just like. I know that they were showing some growth there, and I could understand, okay, that that droid is, like, he has some admiration for that droid, but to call it his friend and also want to, like, resurrect it felt <laughs> very We're getting the Book of the Dead. We're going to release the uh, the, the spirits. It's, it's just strange of, like, it feels like such a random plot point. Again, he's walking through the city. They have a statue of IG-88, and he's like, I miss him. I <laughs> I should bring him back. And then like, and like, I guess I, I, I like the conversation with him and Babu freak and everything like that. But like, why did we do like, why are we doing this? Why the scene and was like, when he tried himself? He, why wouldn't he have done that? Like in season one, when he initially lost IG 88, if, if, if it was that easy, <laughs> like I feel or, like he did two little like connections and he was just zombified again. Cause apparently to Favreau, if there's been a year between <laughs> Boba Fett 
And now he had a whole year. Why didn't he do it then and stuff? Like it just and the scene was goofy too to me when IJ88 came alive and he's like shooting it. Oh my it god! And, and, I was laughing so hard in that moment. <laughs> he's like and then the, shooting it. He like shot off like a sixty-four yes. round magnum of this thing. And then what does grief say to him? Shoot it, Mando! Shoot it now! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like he just unloaded the whole clip into him. <laughs> oh my like god! Like that, and then the droid pushes it, and then grief has some sort of line like. Like, that's a head start. Like, he has some sort of pun about a head. And I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Why? Like, slapstick uh, humor. Yeah. But t- t- I'm sure you're all jazzed for IG88 coming back. You think you're finally being I his best I love IG11. Yeah. I, get him back is, in. And... Is it 11? Yeah. IG88 oh, is the droid from uh, Empire. Oh, see, S Bubs, you're uh, fucking me up. I looked at so I was reading uh, no, S Bubs too. He's granted, <laughs> don't take my words out of context. I did love IG Eleven. I thought he was a great character. I would be down if they brought him back. It was just the way they're going. Wouldn't it just be better if Grease like, look at what I repaired, and he just walks, and that's fine. Like, why does Mando be like, he's my friend? Oh, that's what Mando says now. That's <laughs> using your head. Fuck, fuck. But like, why do we have to have this little subplot that takes up 15 minutes for Mando? Like. Want his first robot love crash back? I don't get it. I, I think don't it, understand. I think it was like a statue. <laughs> <laughs> the memorials just ruined. Yeah. They're like, what's this? Just a pile of stormtrooper helmets now? What was? And imagine the kids like love that statue. Like, hey, where'd IG Eleven go? And Mando's like walking out with him, or they just see Mando shooting his dead body and stuff. Oh. Go ahead, Taylor. IG Eleven. <laughs> um. Oh, I lost my train of thought. I don't know where to go with it. <laughs> Do you think it's he's going to come back? Like, fully come back? Uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. I can't remember what they ended on there with him being destroyed. Because, like, I, think I guess they left, working him, on. they left him with Babu Freak, and he had to go get the so. parts, I guess. Right, that's I another the, side mission we have. The, Fuck! The, the context, I think, is he just needs someone that can go on to Mandalore uh, and just go into, like, poisonous areas that... You know, someone who can take the the blow when. So he uh, wants to bring his friend back to like sacrifice him again. Well, that's no, that's even worse. Not to sacrifice, take the blow? but droids can go into areas that humans can't. So I think that's probably what he's thinking. That was shown in season one. That's one yep. thing they're tying back. Mm-hmm. See, it's it's a it's a wider picture that they're forming. Yeah, it is. But yeah, Taylor, that'll work for you. Him coming back alive, trying to scrape at Mando, Babu Freak. I always love Babu Freak, so that worked for me. I liked it. I got Terminator vibes immediately when he's just defaulted to his program and he's just like, in the moment his hand starts to move and he starts talking like execute asset, I was thinking, holy fuck. Like, cause he could have just Imagine like, if they killed, killed Grogu, Grogu right now. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, everyone's yeah, just Luke. confused. Yeah, everyone's just confused what they're doing with Grogu. We brought him back. Okay, now we had IG-11 just fucking pop his head off. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that I thought the scene was fantastic. Uh, just how evil he was in that scene. But I do hope that we get like a full on like repaired IG-11 bouncing back because I got his Black Series figure and I, I need him mm-hmm. to stick around. So Do you think he'll get upgrades, though? And then you'll have to get a new Black Series figure. Yeah. <sighs> they do it with Mando. There's like six different Black Series figures of Mando. How many of Mando do you have? I have three. Ooh, I have his, getting the other three? His o- mm, maybe. There's his OG <laughs> armor that he has. Yes. Then there's his Beskar armor. And then this is one of my favorites. He's just naked. What, he's all mudded. <laughs> He's got his like armor. That is a good one. No, that is a good one. I like the muddy one. (laughs) Just cock out. I need to be redeemed. And that's the Mandalorian bath toy. (laughs) The bath and George. Comes with a little bath. This one's my favorite. It's waterproof. (laughs) 
You hit his button, his cock, cock. Yeah. his cock moves if you touch his button. <laughs> Do they make one too of like the original armor, but one with just the one shoulder pad? Did they make that? With the one shoulder pad? Because <laughs> remember at one point he had enough he had enough Beskar armor for only for like one shoulder pad. Remember he made that in season one? Oh yeah. Or is I don't that the first they, one? I don't know if they have that because this is the or first first one that I have, and he doesn't yeah. have any of that fancy Beskar. He's just there. You go. They could make school. a seventh one right now. You know. So. Yeah, well, so anything else to add on I, IG-11 and the comeback and Babu Freak and everything like that? I love when Babu Freak talks. Yeah, yeah the Babu great. Freak scene, that that one got me good. See, and I, I like I like the Grogu stuff with him, but then that's where I feel like, again, like so he had that moment. He had the moment with uh, getting killed. Like I feel like all his stuff was just purely comedy. It has always been, but I feel like now that's why they just want him back in the show. So I guess fair enough. I just got to accept it and stop complaining, but just n- take that as my complaint for everything of the show. Of just like, why is he here? And maybe they will give him a reason, but uh, yeah, him and Babu Freak kind of a little showdown, a little push and pull and stuff like that. So was it actually Babu Freak or just some of the same species? I think it was Babu Freak because I thought I they, confirmed they confirmed he- it. Yeah. yeah, I think it was in Star Wars Celebration. They said, oh, Babu Freak's coming <laughs> back so maybe i don't know if like i think there was multiple of them so uh but yeah that was him there so and i, I another thing i did like is when mando was in the shop and it was like babu like to babu freak species it would be massive but for mando it's just like this little like mm-hmm. hut and so i like that uh, the, men in black yeah. vibes yeah 100 percent. i i enjoyed that kind of uh deaf dynamic so thumbs up there for me there so Oh yeah, definitely. And like, just speaking of like them working on the robot, uh, like even like the armor early mm-hmm. on in the episode, I just love like the montage of her just like crafting, and then same thing with Mando like doing his quick little repairs on IG Eleven. Uh, like just like the detail that they have. Again, it's like just the Star Wars isms of like the tech that they use. It's always just fun to see those little montage clips. Uh, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's take our second ad break. We'll talk about our man Grief and uh, some bad guys, too, coming up. So we'll be right back. And we're back. So you know what? I just love because anytime Grief, oh, remember Brief Karga? Remember that guy? Uh, Grief Karga sees uh, Mando. He's just, holy shit, I'm going to come. Because that's <laughs> like something actually, that, though. Yeah, that's something that did get me at midnight when I was watching this. I fell asleep twice. I fell asleep. And I'm like, okay, I woke up. It was only five minutes. I, I could... I could still do it, and I put it back in, and then I fell asleep twi- both times at the IG-11 You're park. Like, yeah, yeah, what? There's a show on? <laughs> but anyways, I, I did get a giggle in the middle of the night, just <laughs> Din's walking up and just, Mandalorian! Like, and he's just like from across the way, and he's just, yeah, he's so happy. They high five, as we've been doing it before, and we've seen the trailers. Yes, he's built up Navarro. He's pretty much like the fucking, I don't know how this works, that he's just like, the mayor pretty much like i know it's what actual kirkland's name is what the high maestrate or whatever but it's just like magistrate magistrate i don't know how he went from running this like underground assassin ring to like he's the president but sure whatever cool i'll run (laughs) i'll run with it that's one i don't need explanation it's fine um and then we bump into some uh he's talking to mando which again this is what i'm hoping and this is where uh much like you season four part two we'll have to see where it ends when he's making his pitch to Mando of like, oh, I gotta go redeem myself, and I did like Cargo's like, 
why like he's pretty much like this doesn't make sense and this doesn't mean me he's just like why would you do that like they don't Got a nice house for you yeah he's like right you could be here you could be top shit. it doesn't really sound like they care for you now i hope because bo had said this my worry my big time worry with how they've posed Bo is they're making her a big antagonist. And my worry is that he's not going to come around. Cause I felt like with season two, we were talking about season one happened a little bit with season two. It felt like, Oh, he's starting to realize that maybe this clan he's with isn't the right one. Maybe it is like a little too extreme. Maybe he doesn't fit in here. And my worry with Bo is the antagonist. It's going to enforce that. No, I should be with these people that don't want me to take my mask off. So my hope, what I did like is him talking about the saying, Hey, why would you be doing that? Like you could stay here. This is when Grogu was like, he's doing forced like the pebbles or like the food he's eating mm -hmm. so i did like that i just hope they bring it back around and stuff so that's what i was gonna ask you guys after this episode like where do you feel we're going with mando like is he going to go to these baths to redeem himself and just join this clan again is he gonna turn around because i feel like we've seen it start to go that way but there's some things i feel like with boba and now this we're trying to get a bit of a u-turn but maybe that's just kind of uh um, you know, kind of to extend the journey a little bit. Cause I was buying what grief was selling here. I'm like, yeah, just stay here, you know, with Grogu. Cause even then he's, this is why I love, he's like, what was your mission? Like, it looks like you complete your mission, but the guys here, two things, the armorer never once asked why Grogu was still with him. She said, you gotta go find his people. They never, he never once explained. I went and picked him up. He belongs to me. She just, didn't acknowledge it whatsoever. Grease the one that actually acknowledge it. And even when he does, like, you finish your mission. Why is he here? And Mando's just like, that's nah, complicated, which is fine. But again, it's just them being like, ah, we don't really have a good reason for it and stuff. So the armor not asked about Grogu bugged me. But what do you guys feel about Grief, Navarro? And where do you feel about uh, uh, what's Mando's trajectory here as far as where he's going to end up at the end of the season? Um, don't all talk at once, you know. Don't. <laughs> Uh, I mean that that was honestly a question that popped in my head while I was watching. Uh, especially around I mean that specific scene because, like, the thought that popped in my mind is like, how many seasons like are they going for here? Are they trying to like tell like like I don't know like five seasons and then yeah, we'll be done. Four is confirmed at least. So yeah, but like, is it like five or? four and like that'll be rounding out to like the end of this character story leading up the next project or something like that here's where you can worry because favreau says they have no end in sight they've not planned an ending so yeah that, and that to me screams dexter we're going as long as we can on this thing and i feel like that is exactly my thoughts <laughs> that like where is he going he's going to fucking infinity and beyond man he's going on infinite little mini side quests he's doing whatever he wants because he has his, his travel companion with him grogu and that's not a thought i had like in season one or two it seemed like we were like okay now luke's coming in while like din is is going on again this mandalorian quest and like i'm, I'm totally all for it and now it's like I don't know. It seems like we're going to get sprinkled with some filler episodes, some fun little, I don't know, aliens that we're going to be meeting. And, like, it'll be fun to watch. And, like, I get it. Like, I, I like anime. And I feel like anime is majority filler and just, like, random adventures. And it, it doesn't always have to have, like, a really clear path. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's just a disservice when you started along that path of having, like, a like a really clear trajectory for our character to go and here we are now in season three and it's just like well it seems like what we can do is just throw go grogu uh we got pedro under the mask he's gonna he said he can do it forever so we'll just do that forever we just uh, gotta get him in a fucking booth every once in a while <laughs> and he's good to go and stuff yeah exactly and but like that that's where it's weird because i feel like i don't really know exactly how i feel if that is the trajectory because i did like this episode uh mm -hmm. but it was a creeping thought that i had uh kind of 
like a, a dark cloud over me during this episode was just like ugh like am, am i just i don't know am i missing out of that it isn't like a complete story at least to the version that i was wanting or or hoping i don't know that's yet to be seen because i feel like after season two we were all talking about like oh this probably only has like a few more seasons left and now i feel like they're they've already favreau said they've already written four and there's like i said no end in sight so i feel like they're gonna be going for a little bit and like to colin's point now if grogu spent a year with luke that's fine but if we're supposed to take the show in real time which again i feel like they're gonna specify and talk about did mando really never visit grief in two years is that why Grief was so happy? He's like, finally, Mando, no, I've been that waiting. Every, every day he sees them, he says that. <laughs> every day he's just out there in his robe waiting for Mando. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to land. Looking like Graydon Creed from the X-Men Season 2 Part 2. It's just like, you're not my... <laughs> Where's my Mando? Where is he? <laughs> Patrons, you know what we're talking about. Uh, Taylor, what do you think uh, What do you think the trajectory of him is right now? And then obviously, what do you think about uh, Grief, our favorite guy, being back? Car- good old Carl Weathers. Yeah, as soon as he strutted out, he had those two little wheel droids holding his cape up behind Such them. Such a like, it just, it, Yeah, it totally fits with this character. I love it. Um, Mando's trajectory? Mm, yeah, that's a good one. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's what they asked Favreau in the writing room. Uh, manager, mm, oh, that's a good one. one. Let's talk about that in three years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, do you think he's going to change much in this journey? Because I, I feel like if the journey just ends with him literally going to Mandalore and bathing and coming back to this clan, like, what has been our development with this character? Like, that, my hope is that it's the reverse, but is it also never going to be the reverse because we can never have Pedro full-time? Is that maybe the other reason, too, that they always have to make sure he stays in this mask because, well... Pedro's doing Last of Us, and he's a movie star, so we can't really have him all the time. So we got to think of reasons to keep him the helmet, and him staying in this clan where he would keep his helmet on is one of those reasons. I think no, I I think him being away from Grogu, and that's where it kind of set the staple in Book of Boba Fett. Like, oh god, like yeah, okay, I don't have Grogu anymore. What do I have to going on for myself? Nothing. I got to go with my cult. I got to become a Mandalorian again and go on this <laughs> mission. He didn't have Grogu with him. So that was his goal. Now he's got Grogu back. We saw when he was with Grogu long enough, he took his helmet off for Grogu and all that. So Grogu changed him and pulled him out of that cult. And I think he thinks he's going to be going down this path towards being a Mandalorian again as per the cult. But I think that's going to get changed based on being with Grogu. We know that he's going to encounter Bo-Katan again, uh, obviously. So I think that there's going to be some more <laughs> No, she's, she's not in the rest of the show. Fuck, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> she's sitting, finale as he comes back, she's just still in that chair waiting to talk. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I think there'll be enough pull and change that he will like default out of there. I'm waiting for this cult to kind of become the bad guys because I feel like that's what's like the armor has been like good ish, mm-hmm. but I, it's definitely had this overextending cloud, I'd say, above them where, you know, I don't really trust them. I do feel like they could, you know, go bad. Well, and that's why I was going to ask you, and I'm not trying to say this in like a shitty way, but like, why? Like, <laughs> no, I'm not against it. I mean, like, I'm not trying. I know people probably think, oh, trust, try me neg again. It's not that. I just had. I agree with you. The armor felt like she was a little controlling and she is like a little power hungry. Like, why did she not ask about Grogu at all? Like, I feel like that's the thing she would want, she, she would be Boba curious Fett. about. Right, true. Yeah, but like, why do you think she'd be a little curious if she gave him this mission to find his people and then they don't even have a conversation about it at all? Even if they had a conversation and she disagreed with him, like, and even then, would she, like, is she going to want to allow? 
Grogu in their clan. Like, I just feel like there's like there's that's what bugs me is there's stuff that's really good substance. Like when we talk about Andor that they would cover, we're here. The stuff that's good substance are like jumping because like we gotta have you know this dragon fight. Like, why wouldn't she ask about Grogu? That's something that again I just felt like I felt like she was just a flipped coin here and not like opposite <laughs> of what she was before. She's kind of good guy. Like in here, mm. she reluctantly was just like. I thought she was just like, this is the way when Mando's like, I go to the waters and as per like Creed, I can get redeemed and all that jazz. And I feel like she grudgingly acknowledged it. I feel like she doesn't give a shit because Mando's kind of like abusing the system. Like you have the audacity to come back here. You know, we this was our fight and you swoop in your starfighter and get this <laughs> kill. Like I feel like I feel like she's not impressed. And so this is where she's turning a, a new leaf. He came in and just got like the last hit, so he got all the the XP and loot. Got the loot, the, yeah, from the epic raid boss. Yeah, and that's the thing where it's funny. Like, uh, I agree with you too with the oh, she's feeling a bit more like a side coin. She's nicer this go around. That's why I just wonder too if they are going to pull back on that. Where before it's like oh, she might be shady and they might go against each other, but that might not happen for a while now because they want to delay that. And that's where I hope you're right that this is just a mini adventure. But that's why I'm worried about the baths are going to be the end point because they're going to try and stretch it out as long as possible. Because like Kirkham's right, that side mission of the IG11 parts that's going to be I think a full. Like episode or two i literally think that's gonna maybe even three because they'll go back and fix ig11 and i'm sure something with bo-katan i don't know if mando's gonna interact at all with like i don't think it's soaker or anything like that i don't think boba fett but i wouldn't put it past them that i feel like there'll be one surprise character episode they always do that where it's like uh you didn't think we we're gonna do this but i feel like the if the bass thing doesn't happen soon i i think if it doesn't happen by episode three i'm i'm saying uh you're wrong on this one taylor that's what i'm going by maybe i'll give you four but if we're halfway mark we haven't hit the baths the baths are coming at the end you know i don't know if they will well and does he bath with his helmet on because it kind of defeats the purpose right yeah if he takes it off well he just has to be alone that's the thing no one can be around him to see his face so where does grogu go stays in the ship Say, okay, fair enough. I guess Mandalore is a dead planet, right? So there shouldn't be any danger, but in each well, IG-11. There'll be danger. There'll be, of course, there'll be danger. Bo and her, whatever she's doing. <laughs> yeah, Bo's uh, going to assassinate Grogu. <laughs> they, remember that that stupid cliff in the trailer of, like, your daddy's not the only Mandalorian. I'm still waiting for the context <laughs> of that to see if it's good, because that trailer, every time I see it, I go, oof, fuck. But anyway, your daddy so... now, that's what she <laughs> says to him. <laughs> what does mine say? Daddy, what does yours say? Mommy. Uh, as Grief and him are talking, they get a call about some pirates. Some pirates are trying to get in a restaurant or a bar or something like that, a cantina. <laughs> the Grief saloon. A, the saloon. Did they say a saloon? I think it was a saloon, yeah. yeah. Grief doesn't want him to go in. They have like this weird back and forth of like, whoa, when we hit you would want us to go in, but now you don't want us to go in. Like, I don't know what the fuck that one guy was like talking about. like a Pirates about. of the Caribbean accent. Well, it was. Yeah. They were actually pirates. It was originally like, uh, so the Pirate King, which we'll talk about later, Grief borrowed money from him, yeah. built a bar. That was the bar we've seen in other seasons. And so. So was everything they- built from this crime boss? Like, how else did he get the rest of the money? The rest of the like, money that was done like legitimately, but I think like through like like adding new like facilities and like market and stuff like that. But so like wait, this no. but this cantina, which was his headquarters, that's so what before, he borrowed money for. So wait a minute, it was his headquarters headquarters back in the day, right? Yeah, that's where Mando would go. All the bounty hunters. That's where Grief would hand out the pox and stuff. Okay, so yeah, you're correct. So and you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Are they insinuating that he has not paid off the saloon? 
<laughs> no, he's paid. Like that's totally from what I'm aware of. Done deal. Like that okay, was. Okay, then his, what the fuck are the pirates talking part. about? The pirates are pissed because he's changed it to a school, and they're like, "No, this is our money that you use to make drink. this a saloon. This is where we want to fucking." Yeah, drink, but did so. grief pay them back? I, as far as I can tell, yeah, he doesn't owe them anything. Like that was so then- his his earnings. <laughs> the pirates are just being dicks. So like, and did he not put a a cantina or a saloon anywhere else on the? Navarro, like he did, did he just get rid of bars? It's entirely? a dry, dry city. <laughs> yeah, like there's no, it's just, and it's just so weird. Like this whole time, like, why the fuck do these pirates want to go into the school and drink? Like, and I just, I feel like Carl Weathers kept saying it's a school. Like, I feel like I heard him say that five times. That might be the midnight talking to me, but like, it was a weird back and forth. Mando killing them all was cool, but it wasn't off to a good start. Now, I did like when we saw was the pirate came the guy in the green and everything with the cane, mm-hmm. the swamp thing. Fucking awesome. Yeah, he looked like Swalling. Fucking awesome. I love that design. That looked cool. It was weird that no one else looked like him, but that's fine. So I was not a big fan of the pirate characters. Those guys were also very goofy, but I like the space battle. And I I guess that'll be another episode, too, is I guarantee you, man, we'll have to go back to Navarro to fight this guy. Most likely. Yeah. So there's another arc that we're going to have to do there, which is fine. We'll see how this this pirate guy moves but uh yeah Kirk, were you enjoying these pirates um i i was mostly just liking like the grief uh cargo mm-hmm. like interaction with it um because yeah i forgot to get my thoughts <laughs> when you asked me earlier on him but yeah i i just right. miss car weather so much uh obviously we memed a lot about him within our commentary track and all that jazz and it's just like plague that character in a good way because now i just i get so happy whenever he's on screen and he doesn't disappoint because as we mentioned the first first line i was just smiling ear to ear mandalorian mm-hmm. and it's like big deep voice um and just yeah like the way that he turned around navarro i, I respect the drip he, i love his robes and he's mm-hmm. he's got nice like facial hair he's he's looking really good it's the high magistrate um and <laughs> yeah just the overall interaction yeah it was super goofy with these like just classic like bad guy goons like zero like they have no they have no names essentially they probably do have names but it's just like goon one goon two taylor will tell us when he buys the black series (laughs) they got the level one you know over their head like they're just like bottom barrel uh bad guys with like no redeeming qualities to them uh but to get carl weathers and uh mando to just pop off with their their gunslinging blasters i thought that was lots of fun um but yeah I, I'm a little bit int- intrigued be- by the pirates. I really like the the design of their ship. I thought it looked really, really cool. It had this like nice uh, camo on it. They must have got like level 55 or something in their ship because they, they had a legendary skin on that thing. And then, yeah, the, the the swamp thing, crime boss guy, he looked pretty interesting. So, Did you see who played the swamp thing crime boss? Was it Dave Filoni? No. <sighs> okay. Do you know Travis? No. This better be good. You're building it up. Here, let me pull this it's like up. Oscar Pedro, some random actor. Carl Weathers. <laughs> I see you have an actor there. Just pull him up. There we go. Nanzo Nanzo Anozi. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Put it away. Put it away. Who the fuck is that? that was, is he a bad actor? What? Who, Who is he? Is that? He's well, um, oh, you know Nanzo Anuni? What? I've seen him in a few things like Artemis Fowl and. <laughs> He's seen a few I things, eh? Um, 
You built up so much. Yeah. I thought I, I thought like you knew because I was I was reading up on him. He's like, yeah, he's been a around for a long time. Like that. He's been acting for a while in Mads Mikkelsen. So, wow, I thought I thought you knew. <laughs> he's been acting for a while. Like, have you oh. ever heard? Like, I'm sure he's. I know who he is. Now you mentioned Arms Mouth and stuff like that. I'm sure he's a fine actor, but like. I've never once mentioned him, so you may have felt like it was gonna be like one of my favorites. It's just some guy. <laughs> He's not your favorite actor of all time. No. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, there's that fun fact. Um, yeah, I thought he was a pretty cool uh, alien, though. I mean, definitely never seen that alien species before in my life. I think the crossover. I'm assuming some CGI mixed in there with the practicality was. Holy. Pretty- Holy sorry. shit! Holy God! What are you this showing me? His head. Come on! That's what you I was like it. when you showed me that actor. Yeah, I ruined oh. it, but yeah. Um, I was trying to find the name of those aliens because I think this is the first time we saw them in live action playing the bandits. Uh, there were like pirates. the the pirates. Yeah, there were like the dog like things, the no nose Cad Bane looking things. Yeah, there were the dog <laughs> things that we saw in the Book of Boba Fett Mando arc, but I can't remember what those are called. But yeah, the other guys. That's cool seeing them. Uh. I want to focus specifically, though, on the ship of the main Pirate King, because holy shit. was talked about. Yeah. It looked awesome. Um, I tried to take a screenshot of it, because yeah, look at that Disney Plus. That's a little 55. That's a little 55 ship right there. They got so, all the headshots. Yeah. Now, the, uh, the sizing of this thing is definitely not the same, but in from my notes here, back in the day in Star Wars... Dark Empire, I think it is. They revealed this. This is another Super Star Destroyer. It's a Dreadnought <laughs> class. Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. And this Other is... than the hook at the end, these sh- ships look nothing alike. They look nothing alike. No, they don't I, look I'm alike. not saying it's the same thing, but I'm, sa- I, like, I'm, getting, I'm getting to a point. I'm getting to a point with it. So, this better not <laughs> be what you were talking about earlier about the laid on thing. No, 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 that's something thing. else. Very, okay, thank very different. God. Okay. Different topic okay. altogether. Continue, continue. This I love because this is uh, a concept pulled from the like Legends canon and cool. the post-Return of the Jedi stuff. And I love that we got the same style implemented for this ship. I think it's fantastic. I'm a huge fan of the look. This ship was also in, um, not this one, but the imperial one was in star wars empire war <laughs> and holy fuck it's nice it was shooting death star beams out the front this was darth sidious's flagship at parallel to like vader had his executor star destroyer mm-hmm. so very very cool stuff and obviously the trailers you can see that this ship does come back which is good so i'm excited to see more of this because it's a juicy ship and if it was the size to scale then i would definitely wouldn't have doubted like you know what maybe it is one of those imperial ships but uh this is definitely a small tinier one so yeah, look, 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 look at not the exact same size and stuff like that. But yeah, then you know who was on that ship? This guy right here. He was on that ship. <laughs> oh, Nunzo. <Nunzo. laughs> My favorite Pirate King Pirate actor. King, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never forget. I hope I never forget that actor now. No, now no, he's one won't. of my favorites. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else for to get to get to is like his uh, Easter egg laid on thing. But anything else? I, I let me check my notes too. But I think yeah, I I'll check everything. my notes. Um, yeah, the the fight with the all the mandos in the beginning. I I feel like unfortunately, 
I was kind of taken out by like the CGI-ness. Like the CGI didn't look bad, but I just knew it was CGI. So therefore, like I feel like the epicness of it was just brought down a little bit. But when 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 uh, Mando popped up with his awesome ship and yeah, stole the show, just last hitted the the monster and got all the loot or whatnot, that was such an epic moment. And I was like, damn, like the, the that's a nice way to start the show. I I quite enjoyed it. I like seeing all the different helmets and whatnot, even though some of them look like very homemade like cosplay <laughs> some of them are. some of them looked really good i feel like they, sh- they should have hid the the lesser quality ones but i guess that's the point they're they're a little bit more rugged a little bit more nomadic so i i i like that opening even though you know in a perfect world i would take the the practical effects when we can like the drastic park route but but nevertheless um did we see him get the relic in a previous season i was so confused by that when he just pulled it out no, that was in the two years. Okay, yeah, and that was kind of what I was. Least. Yeah, that's kind of what I was worried about. I, I, there was some chit chat about it in the um in the Geekverse Discord earlier today. Go join that. Um, and I was kind of I don't know out of the loop because I, I I don't know if it's a Clone Wars thing or something, but it just seemed weird that he had this like artifact and it just pulled it out and it's like okay, I've seen all of Mandalorian and I've n- I didn't see him do that and I, again, that's just another one of those things where it make it makes it seem like the like they never thought that he was going to have this when they did season one or anything like that. And just like, yeah, setting up those breadcrumbs, it's just, it's evident. They're just kind of going with the flow, I guess, and, and making changes where they need to. So that kind of brings it down a little bit for me. It's a cool looking relic. I, I'm sure it's going to be a cool moment, I guess, revealing like how he got that or whatnot, but I don't know. It was just, could have been better. I guess um, it's just a random mission, I guess, right. That he is doing in the meantime. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> the hyperspace scene, I actually really, really liked. Just Grogu like being in awe of it, having like a I don't know, like a LSD trip, just <laughs> looking at the lights, and then he goes in and cuddles with uh, with Mando. I thought that was like a nice little moment. You know, like there's no dialogue there or anything. Um, Grogu sees these like floating things. Do we like space what are those? I actually space space right? I'm yeah. gonna give you the whole rundown on that Kirkland. Holy shit! Okay. That's what I was leading up to. Oh, is that what you're leading up to? Okay, then I'll I'll, I'll save. I'll keep going on my list. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, the the shoot at Mando. I already said that. Um, and then yeah, never mind. That was the last of my notes. So yeah, give bring me to some space whales here. Yeah, I'm interested what this means for what you think it is because I know spa- like space whales there in Clone Wars and stuff like that. Like you see them and stuff. There. Oh really? I'm pretty sure, right? They're, they're okay. around. I've I've seen them, so that's it's either Clone Wars or Rebels that they've popped up at some. It was point. new to me. I've never yeah. seen them before, and I was yeah. like, so, "Holy crap! This is like uh, some Clone interstellar, yeah, some interstellar stuff." <laughs> this this, <laughs> this is, is a semen. What is this? <laughs> that is basically it's a purgle, is what they're calling. <laughs> yeah, they're whales. So this this is here. They are and Rebels, so they get really Covenant really vibes. huge, and they basically they travel through hyperspace. They're basically space alien like whales um look like a bunch of dicks now no but like look at this middle one it looks, looks like the tip of a penis right there i'm getting yeah, covenant vibes yeah now Very the interesting movie. thing about this is at the end of star wars rebels when thrawn and ezra go missing they're both on thrawn star destroyer and that's when these things hit the star destroyer and they jump into hyperspace and it blows the ship into hyperspace too so it blows thrawn out and thrawn's been missing now this is what i like it because they're just laying it on subtly they didn't have to show those purgles we've never seen them before they just they could have picked anything anything they wanted but you know what they picked the same thing that sent thrawn and ezra out into nowhere and 
sure enough, we know Thrawn's coming back because they mentioned him in Mando season two. And I feel like this is just another one of those little things for if you know Thrawn, then you know that, hey, we're just reminding you that this is another reference to him and just keep him in mind because sooner or later you're going to get him. And I just thought it was great just to kind of show them here. I just thought, like, holy shit, they're just setting it up for uh, for Thrawn. I'm proud of myself. I noticed that last night. I was like, oh, look, space whales and stuff, which are very debated stuff but yeah cool i i I don't know if that means exactly what you think but if you want to draw that well we know we know thrawn's coming for sure no i know but i think they just want to put him in the universe because we haven't seen him in live action right we didn't even see him that much here so why did grogu see them in uh like regular like mando didn't or anything like that is it like a force thing he was asleep though he was like passed out Too much, too much yeah. on the bottle. <laughs> explains a lot of his choices, okay. actually. It's yeah. just, I don't know. I, I guess it's one of those things, just because I haven't seen it in uh, the animated show or anything like that. I just, I, like, I've like i seen characters go through hyperspace before, but just never seen these creatures. So I wasn't sure if it was like a Grogu thing. He was tapping into the forest and seeing these, mm-hmm. whatever they were. Uh, my mind say, definitely uh, went space They whales. are responsive to force users. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, they, they got some force... Um, Oh, I can't think of the word there, but they're they're force sensitive in a way, right? Like so. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm excited to see it. I hope it's not just them teasing us with this shadow that we're never going to come back to, because that'll definitely bring down my enjoyment of the season. I want to see these designs, because yeah, they kind of look phallic like, mm-hmm. like Travis's point, but uh, <laughs> I, I still think you know if they have a good budget on making them live action, they look could look great, but I guess they could look bad. You might see that in Ahsoka, though, maybe, because that's yeah. where Thrawn's going to pop up, so, or okay. I assume Thrawn's going to pop up. So yeah, He's going to pop up, but I'm I'm wondering, like, are they going to just, like, sneak him in? Is he just going to be, like, he's gonna gonna lay be it on. the top top shelf? Yeah, and, like, an episode subtly cameo? lay it on. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess ask me in the middle season. I, I, I'll still say no, if anything. Having anchor, a bath. Come on in, Mando. <laughs> Water's great. <laughs> Bath the tank right over here for you. <laughs> I know how much you love those. Uh, I have another question for you guys. How do you feel about the Cara Dune write-off? <coughs> mm, about uh, losing their marshal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she did me. such a good job. She's recruited to special forces now. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I I missed that line then. I, I did not hear that. I knew that they said that they were going to address in the show, but I must have missed that line. Yeah, that's that's fine. I think they even almost hinted that like maybe one day they could recast that role. But like, I liked Cara Dune enough, but I don't think you need to recast. You can just create a new yeah. character. Like it's I I liked her, but she was not essential to the show, especially even like last season. I think whoa, was she only in the two episodes? Wasn't she She's one episode in Navarro? Out. Yeah, she was in the well. She was gonna go on her own show. That's why she's getting phased out, and she fucked that up when she has this movie opening to nothing. But like, she was in the Navarro episode, and she was in like the finale. So it's like she's not that. Even I don't think anyone. I still think we could have had the show without Grogu, but they don't think that. Yeah. I think as long as Mando is alive and you have him doing stuff, he can always. He's traveling the fucking galaxy. He can always meet new characters and stuff like that. So I think yeah. it almost suits better for the show if like he doesn't keep going back to the same people. But yeah, that's fine. Whatever. She did so well that she's yeah, she's got a big job now, you know? Yeah, I, it's it's one of those things like it's I would I would like or sorry, I like the fact that they mention it. So if, if someone's wondering, it's like, well, mm-hmm. they did address it that she's just not in it, but it's weird that like they they don't address other things in the show. So it's like yeah. why why put a focus on on this particular thing when 
yeah like i i honestly forgot about her <laughs> as well like i we could have kept going and did not need that addressing at all it's just weird where they where they pick and choose to oh no yeah we covered it see we explained it's a it's a big long continuing story we we, we got our yeah. thoughts in a, in a row and like i get it if you watch a show back to back but you when you said that it's like yeah that was two years ago and it hasn't even, like until i because I, they of course interviewers are just throw off in the mouth like fuck we gotta ask her about uh, uh what the fuck is her name gina Carroll. like we gotta ask him but like i I'd honestly forgot i was like oh right that whole thing went down like i like yeah. i i completely moved on and stuff like that i feel like everyone else did too so i feel like you didn't and even then like i feel like in the season two until we met her they didn't be like oh where's cardoon right now oh well she's doing this and stuff but uh like they haven't mentioned men she hasn't mentioned where boba is why be like, hey, where's Bo-? like, like he was out, like I do want to know what Bob was up to after <laughs> he at the dentist. took over Tatooine and then decided, ah, oh, this isn't for me. So like, I I want that question answered, but uh, yeah, that's fine, sure, good enough. Are you happy with it, Taylor? I feel like they say that they changed it up based on yeah her writing her out and all that kind of stuff, but I feel like this is probably the exact same explanation we would have got if she stayed and she was getting her own show. Strangers of the New Republic. It's the same (laughs) context, so it didn't really phase me, but I I thought it was neat how they addressed it regardless. Yeah, it's good. And hopefully they fucking start asking about Grogu now and like what's his plan? Like (laughs) what's his plan when this guy becomes like a teenager, you know? Like what's good like he's gonna fit in the cockpit forever? No, he's gonna grow up. Like what's I guess he didn't get that big, but still like What's the plan here? But no, no one gives a shit. They're like, ah, you kept him. Cool. That's, that's you know, Grief's like... follow-up question when he asks about Cara Dune. He's like, well, why the fuck do you still have uh, Grogu? <laughs> yeah. Get rid of him. Do you guys think that we're going to see who might become Grief's marshal that he kept alluding to? He didn't want a Republic one. Yeah. And I know people were talking about, like, oh, get Cobb Vanth out there as the marshal of uh, Navarro. But uh, And I saw I other people talking about Garth they want to see... <laughs> People want to see like a um, a clone or something. I don't know what that rumor a clone was. Clone of going what? Off. I'm assuming some <laughs> like maybe like I don't Anakin. know Rex or something like that. I don't know what people what are going if, off God. of. But what if that's like the end result of the IG11 repair? He like becomes oh, just the marshal. Becomes the marshal. That is actually very believable. I could see that happening. Because stands I don't think in that same spot of the of the statue. <laughs> yeah. Always on guard. Yeah, that was his name, Carl Vance. Good old <laughs> Carl Vance. Thank you guys, Bubs. Who's yeah, Carl was, Vance? Remember, remember in the Boba Fett uh, or Mando, whenever he was around, I kept calling him Carl Vance, and then like oh. it wasn't until like forty-five minutes, you guys like that's not his <laughs> name, and I was like, "Fuck, you let me say this the entire time." Um, God, uh, was it? What? Where did he get shot? That was in Boba, right? He got shot, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And we got that Cat terrible. Bane dished him. Yeah. And then we got that terrible end credit scene of him in the fucking bath that tank. Great. Um <laughs> God damn it. Oh, tanks. Yeah, this tanks. Um yeah, I think that would work because I don't see Mando taking him on a bunch of ventures, and maybe the budget doesn't allow for IG eleven to be around all our time, right? So he can just hang out with uh Carl Weathers. No, he can't fit the ship either. That's why. The Razor Crest was better. A lot more room in there. I like the ship better. Like it's cooler, but like for practicality, he needs another bigger ship. I would imagine. But uh, I guess he's not taking anyone back as bounties anymore. I guess because where where would he fit him? Strapped to the hood, the back. Hyperspace. Fuck. We said alive, man. See no, the guy's just like whales. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat me! Don't eat 
<laughs> Every person that comes back alive, just like. I told you to wait. I did my waiting. Four years of it. On the side of your car. Oh, Mando's just sleeping with this guy <laughs> strapped to the hood. <laughs> Grogu's just like, what the fuck? So ridiculous. <laughs> he goes multiple bounties, so he flies back. He just has like a ship, just like 15 guys tied around like the hood, <laughs> the wings, everything. He's like, big payday for Papa. So Getting very space red at Redemption. I like it. <laughs> yeah, he's just all dying people and just, <laughs> what you going to do to me? No, not the ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that scene I picture of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when Rocket and Yondi are going through that thing, like, and their faces are changing. That's what I think of like the people on the hood. Like, oh, <laughs> just kill me, please kill me. <laughs> and Grogu's just watching these people's faces just become deformed as Mando's Sitting taking his little power nap. <laughs> So he can try to remember what the fuck he has to do tomorrow. I have enough sleep. Go. <laughs> I'm going to go. Why, where are we going? Oh, back to the armor. Talk to them. All right. Oh, the baths? Uh, yeah, okay. I'll go take a bath. Holy shit. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that route, but we went there. We rerouted. Oh, God. Every time I see that ship now, I'm just going to think, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Some poor schmo. Just you did me in with the visual of him just frozen. Get <laughs> 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 alive, Mando. You're gonna go on a mission, Cruise Command. I'll take a ride with you. Wait, there's no space. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I got the heaters on. You're not gonna freeze like the rest of them. <laughs> okay. Any anything else? Or is that the me, point? Get me out of here. <laughs> I'm actually yeah, well, crying. That was tie on, I'll tie on the ship. <laughs> Bring you along. Uh, well, there you go. Let us know how Mando transports criminals in your world. That's what we think. We'll be back next week with episode two. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what Tim's going to have to ask for a third or fourth time? But we're going to be there and talk about that and space whales and everything else in between. I promise you will not be boring. May the force be with you. Always. Always. Dun, 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 dun.